Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favourite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish-tech-news. Hi. So today on the Irish Tech News podcast, uh, we have somebody who's doing some interesting and positive investing in terms of sustainability uh, in in an interesting part of the world that has a lot of challenges with, with water. So first of all, who do we have the pleasure of speaking to today? Hi, I'm John Medved, and I'm the CEO and founder of Arcrowd, speaking to you from Jerusalem, Israel. Awesome. And as I was saying, I think we've even been to your offices, and it's an interesting place. Um, so. In relation to what you do now, uh, you've been on a journey and the Washington Post said lots of positive things about you in terms of investments. Uh, does it make sense what you do now based upon uh, the, the progression of your career? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been a, a serial entrepreneur. Um, I've built all kinds of companies. My first company was a startup in fiber optic communications with, uh, called Merit, which I sold to Amico, today BP. I uh, built a multilingual internet software company called Accent, which I took public on NASDAQ. And then I built one of Israel's first uh, venture capital funds called Israel Seed Partners, made 60 investments, raised hundreds of millions of dollars, had fun doing that for 11 years. I then ran with the young dogs and built a mobile uh, application company called Vringo, which uh, really was very cool in terms of early video uh, sharing sort of like TikTok about 20 years ago hmm. and uh, got that public on the New York Stock Exchange. And finally, eight years ago, decided that I wanted to democratize venture capital investing and allow everybody else to get into startups and to be able to buy startups the way that they would, you know, buy a public stock. And uh, that company is called Our Crowd. We started eight years ago. We're now almost at 100,000 uh, accredited or qualified investors worldwide. We're managing about $1.7 billion in funding commitments. We've made investments in 250 companies and 27 different venture funds. And we're having a great time and we're having a big impact because we're very focused on a lot of uh, sustainability projects, both involving water and, and beyond. And uh, we think this is a great place to to do good and to make money at the same time mm -hmm. yeah exactly and this is the whole uh the potential very good impact of uh, impact investing if done well and and so the reason that you guys caught our attention uh was because of the the water fund that you've launched uh which is looking to do water and ag tech projects so can you maybe explain a little bit behind uh, why you decided to do that? Now, I know water is a massive issue. And and and, and what kind of projects you're looking to invest in? So first of all, um, what we ended up doing is partnering with a group out of Canada and uh, the Middle East called Water Fund. And they raised uh, a pool of money of which they've decided to allocate $50 million of it into our crowd and our companies that are focused on sustainability, broadly speaking, but in particular water, and those companies that can really have an impact in the Middle East. And now that uh, uh, there's normalization between Israel and its neighbors in the Gulf in particular, it's sort of like the Iron Curtain has come down, the Sand Curtain has come down, and we're working together 
uh, with our new friends, uh, the ability for Israeli water technology, which is really world leading, to have an impact and, and to solve this critical uh, societal, civilizational problem for all of us, I think is, is, is really magnificent. So I'm happy to give you a couple of examples of some of the investments that we're, that we're making and uh, focusing on together with Water Fund and, and beyond. Uh, yep. Water Fund so far has, has committed to one project, which is plenty, uh, which is a, a vertical uh, agriculture leader actually out of the US. We invest, by the way, globally from Israel. About 60% or so of our uh, companies are Israeli, about 40% are outside of Israel. And uh, Plenty is one of those, and they're just doing amazing work in terms of growing unbelievably tasty leafy vegetables and berries in these nine-story facilities. And they use 5% of normal amounts of water. So that's a, a certainly a way forward for the, uh, for the world. In terms of other companies that we've done that are uh, very, very interesting in, in this area, we have a great company called Blue Green Water Technologies who are attacking the global pandemic of toxic algal blooms. It turns out that there's another pandemic that affects over a million lakes and waterways and seaways all over the world, which is this toxic algae that looks like scum that literally poisons the aquatic life and poisons the water and can actually hurt people and animals. You might have read recently about that terrible uh, elephant kill in Africa where 300 elephants died because of this toxic algal bloom stuff. And uh, this company has developed a unique methodology to literally clean up these lakes and waterways in, in like 24 to 48 hours. They put uh, a safe algicide into the water, but they've nano-coated it first so that it floats and time releases, and it causes the algae to go through a mass suicide event. And it's safe, the fish live, animal life live, humans live, and the water is clean as a result. Look, I mean, uh, th that could be uh, very useful because over here in Ireland, you have these uh, zebra mussel infestation as well. So I guess it's that thing that if you could have selectively engineered technology, uh, I mean, and so that the one to treat the algae sounds, you know, like it could be very successful. Um, across the uh, the 15 projects that you guys are funding, um, if, if it were to go well, uh, what might good look like in maybe uh, 12 to 18 months time if things come off? Well, look, we're, we are um, taking a long view because remember in the technology and the venture capital game, you're not playing for next quarter or for next year. You're really playing <laughs> on a decade uh, time base because many of the companies we back are early stage and they have to develop the product and it takes years to do that if it's really a breakthrough uh, companies. Some of them are later stage and some of them are in between or what we call growth stage companies. And we invest in, in, in all of these. But we hope that uh, we are able to basically prove that you can use traditional entrepreneurial excitement. And, you know, I, I dare say uh, sort of uh, uh, bullish 
you know, uh, uh, startup mentality and then harness investor interest around the world and, and, and make huge changes. I'll, I'll give you another example of a company we're backing just recently out of Italy. It's a company called Treedom. It sounds like freedom, but it's mm -hmm. with, with trees. And this is the largest for-profit tree planting company in the world. And what they do is that they allow you to go and to literally buy a tree or a bunch of trees, if you'd like, and plant them to help with the global problem of reforestation. Uh, there are uh, over 100 <clears throat> major corporations who are now working with Treedom and, and helping to plant trees. I think they've had almost a million people go to their website and buy trees. And this company is growing like like crazy. It's growing like a, a tree, <laughs> and it's a uh, it's it's a pretty cool thing because on the one hand you're doing good. They're working with local farmers. Many of the trees they're planting are fruit trees, and it, it's taking you know carbon out of the uh, the atmosphere. It's it's just this wonderful thing, and it's making money. They're profitable. They're a fast growing startup, and they're turning a profit. And you know, that's just a, a, a triple win. It's great for the founders, it's great for the world, and it's really great for the investors. Yeah, look, I mean, and and I know Ant Group had a lot of success with Ant Forest. So uh, it, it, that's, that's a very positive story to hear. And uh, it also makes sense too, ideally that, you know, I mean, Morgan Stanley recently said that they are going to invest a trillion in uh, sustainably uh, and long-term environmentally beneficial projects because you know if you have profit but but without planet then it's 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 a false paradigm. Um, in this context, um, and it's and I think it's great that you're looking to the longer term, you know, rather than just quarterly because it does make sense, but not everyone does. Um, we're, there are some really exciting things happen, and that we're also facing some very serious challenges with climate change. So, uh, where are you between optimism and pessimism about uh, our ability to engage and mitigate the uh, negative effects of what we are looking to see down the horizon? Look, I'm I'm in general an optimist. In in, in general, I'm an optimist. And if you're not an optimist, you should probably find a different uh, career if you're a venture capitalist. I mean. Venture capitalists believe in 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 positive change and ability of people to to make an impact. The, the story around climate change is scary, and the more you know today, I think the more you should be scared. Um, I don't think one can belittle it or be Pollyannish at all about the the challenges facing us as a, uh, a human race and as a planet. I think we have some very significant problems to tackle. On the other hand, I think that the best way forward is to harness both business, uh, investors, people. It's about changing behavior, but it's about developing technology that can really solve many, many of these problems. I'll give you an example of another company we've invested in called Climacell, uh, a company out of Israel and Boston who realize that the way that we do weather prediction is really backward. Uh, the building of these old sort of funky weather stations with a little weather vane spinning around, or even the satellite-based you know, weather satellites, these are, I think, just the last generation. And what these guys did is said, wait a minute, you know, the world is being filled up with 
Internet of Things sensors. Everything is a sensor today, whether it's your phone or it's your, your car or your airplane. And so what they did is they basically made deals with people to get the data from these sensors. They now have 500 million data points to mm. get accurate, interesting data, which they can now do weather prediction unlike anybody else in the world. And what they're doing, in addition to selling this to big companies to whom weather matters a lot, and whether that's you know in logistics or e-commerce or uh, air traffic, um, but they're now providing it to poor farmers, okay, in South Asia or Africa or Latin America, who've never had proper weather information because no one's had the money to build these weather stations. But guess what? They have cell phones. Yeah. There are weather sensors there in people's hands. All you need to do is take that information. So there are these sort of innovative conceptual ideas that can all of a sudden change everything, okay? Which I think is just, you know, unbelievable. We, we, we have a company called Consumer Physics who have taken a very complicated piece of kit called the spectrometer, which usually costs $50,000 or more, which will give you a sort of Google-like reading of matter. And it's used a lot in agriculture to, to measure sugar content in berries or moisture or protein. And it, it's a wonderful tool that very advanced farming uh, economies use. These guys have turned it into a couple of hundred dollar little tool that you can now put into farmers' hands everywhere. So they can, again, collect advanced data. And then through big data, we can help them increase their yields because you look at how much more food we have to produce as a planet we can't do it the old ways we've got to use new ways and people want to you know simply get healthier food better food more of it but without ruining the planet you know doing so and 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 this is you know remarkable stuff um you look at uh there are companies you know israel's very good at water everything and we have a company called Emprest, which is a uh, uh, sort of a famous company here in israel because they power a system which has gotten a lot of press lately called the iron dome which is the israeli anti-missile system that shoots things out of the sky which is a, a good thing no matter how you feel politically it's better that missiles don't hit people okay one way or the other yeah and uh, <laughs> i think everybody can agree with that so, but what these guys have done is they, again, are masters of data in terms of sensor pickup and then analysis in real time. And they're using this now to power Israel's largest irrigation provider, a company called Netafim, who uh, provide drip irrigation rather than, you know, sp spritzing or spraying water sort of uh, wildly in farms, they drip on the roots. And this has become, of course, the you know must-have, go-to kind of technology to save water. This requires tremendous uh, technology to, to organize it, to manage it, to collect the data. And the guys who shoot missiles out of the sky now use that same technology to make sure that the drips get to where they need to go and that you can be you know, more efficient. Um, and the, the and the numbers of these companies that we're engaged in that are 
doing, uh, for example, geothermal in your backyard. We have a new company we've just invested in called Dandelion, which is coming out of the Boston area. And these guys basically go into your backyard, they dig a hole, and they basically will power your air conditioning in the summer and your heater in the winter. And that's it from your backyard, from the, 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 the energy underneath your, your barbecue or your swing set. Okay. And it's quite competitively priced. It works in areas where there's not great solar. Um, and what a wonderful, ma I imagine you could probably use that in Ireland too, at some point. Um, Gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and so the, the amounts of these companies that are out there that each in their own way, you know, are, are taking a bite out of this problem is, is just enormous. And I think the big issue has been to make sure that the entrepreneurs who are on the front lines coming up with these technologies and these ideas are getting the funding they, they deserve. And the way we, we do this is through our platform at our crowd, linking people around the world who can then find these guys, can commit capital, we manage the process, we help uh, assist the companies by sitting on their boards of directors and by providing value add through introductions to other corporations or other funders and, and together not just make you know, a huge impact by helping these companies change the world, but make huge profits because in doing so you're building significant uh, and, and important companies. Look, cool. I think that's a that's a nice and positive answer because it, it knits together that we don't have to go and invent amazing new things to some degree in terms of like, you know, we can leverage insights and then it's about just making it adaptable. So uh, that does help to give some causes for optimism. So I think that's that's great. And that's a useful, uh, informative answer um, in, in that context. Um, how do you curate your sources of information? and inspiration like how, how do you remain up to date uh, and have your finger on the pulse well first of all it's not just me i've got 200 people working with me in my company side by side and, uh, about 30 of them are on the deal flow team and we have 40 people busy writing code to make ourcrowd.com you know work and do the magic and then we have another uh 40 or so who are working uh, in investor relations with, uh, you know, our 100,000 or so investors around the world. We got a back office. So there are a lot of people doing this. The way you stay active is, is today, uh, obviously, just collecting data from the, the, the internet. And there is so much that you can get, you know, online. But what we really are experts at is managing our community because most of our deals are brought to us by the community. And I urge any of your listeners, uh, wherever you are, uh, to write to me to john at ourcrowd.com, J-O-N, without the H, uh, at ourcrowd, O-U-R-C-R-O-W-D.com, and, and connect with us, okay? Join our community, read our weekly newsletter, follow me on LinkedIn or Twitter or Facebook. Um, and, and send us your ideas and your, your passions and what you think is important and, uh, and check out what we're doing and give us feedback. And if you're so inclined, join us as an investor. The, uh, uh, unfortunately, the way that the regulations are written in terms of securities law 
we we must take money only from people who are considered by the EU to be uh, qualified or sophisticated investors, which you have to meet some minimum uh, income or asset-based tests, and we, we put you through that. There are a lot of people who do. In America, for example, they're called accredited investors, and about 10% of the American population do, do meet these criteria. But at this point, it's still not for 100% of everybody. But we want to democratize the access to this very esoteric asset class, because until now, the whole venture capital uh, you know, investment scene has been dominated by big pension funds and endowments and very wealthy billionaire family offices. And we have nothing against these people. We love them. And many of them are members of our crowd. But we want to open this up to people who might just have a few million dollars. Okay, it sounds like a lot of money for some people, but there are a lot of them. There are, you know, literally hundreds of millions of them on the planet, and we want them to band together to fund uh, our companies and to uh, uh, help these companies make an impact. Awesome, Anna. You you answered my last question, which was how can people learn more about you? But just to say uh, thanks, John. Like it's been a pleasure to speak to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news. On Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE. And on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.